0: welcome to what are we even talking about the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life we're malenga and lindy and thank you for joining our conversation so what are we even talking about
1: um so today we're following on from our bible um series And we're going to be talking about um, grace and what, like, what that means to us. So, like, obviously you've got, well, not obviously to other people who are not Christian, but in the Christian world you have, like, the Old Testament, which is based off, like, legalism and the law. And then you've got the New Testament where, like, Jesus comes and it's all about being saved by grace. And so I guess Mm -hmm. we're talking today about, like, what grace actually is
0: Okay. Yeah. So this was like, this was your, this was you wanted to talk about grace. I think in this, um, we're talking about that we're doing the Bible series and um, you wanted to talk about grace. Mm. And so it was something that you said that you, um, you like using that word a lot anyway. You keep saying that we should have grace for ourselves. And it's one of those things where it's like, um, I think it's a, it's one of those Christian words that you just, it's that like part of a Christian jargon, jargon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can easily like overlook it and not really know what it means or just think you know what it means. Um, yeah, but I was, I was going to say like, this is me just leading to the definitions. But um, what is it to you then? Like what is grace? Um like in your own words, because I always jump to the definition.
1: Yeah, so I think the reason why I do mention it a lot is just because I came to the realisation of what grace means to me personally. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, like, because I think initially I just thought it means that, oh, you've been saved, but you don't deserve to be saved,
0: kind of. Like, that was my kind mm-hmm. of
1: per- perspective when of you grace. Say s-
0: when you say saved, what do you mean?
1: Like in the christian worldview you're saved by jesus dying on the cross and dying for your sins isn't it because it's something that you can't pay off yourself and so Jesus' death kind of wipes that the slate clean for you and so mm-hmm. my initial definition of grace is that like you've been given a gift that like obviously you don't deserve you didn't do anything to deserve it you didn't earn it basically and so that that to me is kind of how um grace was defined for me and I feel like that—that that is its definition, but there's more to it. Mm, mm.
0: Mm. I think I basically, as I do, I was reading over the definition of what grace is, mm-hmm. and um, I think I, it made me reading over the the definition made me um, realize like this is the definition that was given to me earlier on when I started when I started coming back to church and. You know, um, learning about giving your life to God. But on the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition, the first (laughs) one, it says grace is unmerited divine assistance Mm. uh, given to humans for their regeneration or sanctification. And I think regeneration there means it's like the concept of um, being like spiritually reborn um mm. sanctification means that washed washed of all sins or washed of like your old life mm-hmm. um and the key words really is the unmerited divine assistance so it's like unmerited being the key word sorry it's like you don't deserve it you don't do yeah. anything to work for it um exactly and it's yeah and it's like um yeah it's basically, you didn't do anything to work for it. That's the first definition. And the second definition is more kind of what I think of straight. More simply put, is that grace is approval or favour. It can be like, oh, mm. if you're in someone's good graces, it means you have favour with them. You're like, uh, you know what I mean? They look nicely upon you. They look kindly upon you. They, you, You're in the good books, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, that's how I understand it very simply. Um, So it's like, this grace to me... If I'm extending it to God, it's like you're in you're in God's good books, not in the not in the bad books, and because <laughs> it's like unmerited though. Because sometimes in you know you can be in someone's favor because you've done something, but the whole thing about grace is that you haven't done anything. Like you could be you you there's nothing that you could do. Do you know what I mean you could be like the worst person possible, but yeah. you just you have grace, like, God gives you grace, and I think that's a hard concept to understand from a human perspective, the fact that, like, you haven't done anything for it. But what yeah. do you... What's been your revelation?
1: Yes, yeah, so I think, like, you've just mentioned, like, it's a really hard thing to grasp because I think we're so used to, like, seeking approval, but in a way where we want to work to earn it. Like, it, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're so used to, like, working to earn, like approval from people and god even god we still do it i think we still in our um christian world can still act like legalistically even though like we are supposed to be saved by grace and things like that it's nothing that we can really we can't really work work towards our salvation it's it's given to us if we accept it um and so i think because we're so used to being in that legalistic mindset it's hard to grasp the concept of grace but i feel like what my revelation has been is that once you kind of have an understanding of like how much you have been saved and not to say that you should be like oh you know I'm so wretched and like it's reminded me of the preacher we heard on Sunday um which was just um the pastor was talking about the Beatitudes um one of the sermons that Jesus gave in the um in Matthew one of the Gospels um and he says that the meek will inherit um the kingdom of heaven right
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and so his definition of meekness was like that, you know, <laughs> I want to say like, you know your own wretchedness, but <laughs> just as in like, you know that you mm. need to be saved, like, you know the reality of your human condition, Do you know what I mean? You're not delusional, um, you don't have mm. um, delusions of grandeur or something like that, <laughs> but mm. as in, you know that you, you you need to be saved. And so I feel like once you have that understanding, then you you know how much you have been saved by grace. And then in knowing mm-hmm. that, you can extend that grace onto others. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it always starts by having that revelation of say of self and how much you have been saved. And, and then I suppose it helps you see yourself in other people as well. And then you also extend that grace onto them. It helps you have more compassion and things like that. I think it's just something that I really like came came to understand and that's why I'm always like, Oh, you know, we need to start by having grace for ourselves. And then from then that's when we can extend it to other people. Cause I feel like if you don't really understand how much you have been saved, you can't really you can't really extend grace to other people, to be honest. You can try, mm-hmm. but it's not really genuine. I feel it's mm-hmm. like more of like, oh my gosh, I need to like treat people well and like, you know, and give them the benefit of the doubt. But I feel like when you really like are humbled by the concept of grace, then you really do have that grace for other people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, think, I don't know. So you saying been your that the key point is with grace is that this idea of being saved, I think that's my thing that I wanna get on to. Mm. I have a bit of a problem with it. Because I feel like <laughs> it's easy if you're just from the Christian world. It's like, I've been saved, mm-hmm. I've been saved, I've been saved what does that mean? Like because that's why people are atheists because they believe they don't need to be saved. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like, Mm -hmm. how do you get like, how do you like what? Like, and even as I like, I was going to say something else, but I guess that's going off point. But, um, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like un-Christianize this idea of being saved. Like for the normal human being, right? Yeah. Who just is in the West probably. Because I feel like when you're not in the West and you're, like, in a poorer country, you, mm-hmm. you understand that I, you understand being down and out. Like, you understand that you need some help to probably live, go, just survive day to day. But for yeah. someone who's got most things, or, you know, relatively, you know, it's like, what do they need to be saved from? Like, what are you talking about? Saved from what? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm actually asking.
1: I think then it becomes a question of, like, morality, really. And if you think that... I don't
0: know like what does a baby need to be saved from what does a toddler needs to be saved from like because you could say <laughs> and even that what does a good person need to be saved from because you might say oh morality someone's living a bad life like maybe they're stealing they're not being a good member of society they're mm. you know causing pain to others so it's like okay maybe we can understand how such a person might need to be turned away from such a life so that they can be you know, become good. But if someone's, like, doing good, you know, they're paying their taxes, they're doing everything, and then you tell them, oh, you just need to appreciate how much God has saved you, like, you know, like, what does that mean, really? I feel like that's a hard question, but to you... It is a
1: hard question, but I think, as you were speaking, I was thinking, like, because you were saying good and bad, like, if a person is good and bad, and then I was thinking, actually, it's not even that we need to be saved to be good, it's more like we need to be freed, really. Do you know what I mean? Because... There's so many things that do shackle us in life. like I feel like that's what we're saved from. It's not really like we're saved because we're bad. I know a lot of the time we do focus on like the sin and that we, we're sinners and that's why we need to be saved. But to be honest, it's, it's being saved from all the things that shackle us, that cause us suffering, which is ourselves most of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think it's been freed from that, really. That's the saving that so I think... saved
0: from saved from mm. suffering.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the way to word it. Hmm.
0: So it's like, just, you know, you're saying that, you know, the whole thing about grace is we're able to have grace for others when we realise just how much we've been saved. Hmm. Just from like, basically how much we've been we freed realized.
1: then. Maybe we could say how much we've been freed. <laughs> hmm. so how much
0: we've been freed. I guess, yeah, you could work with that. So for you personally, mm. do, is it that you've realised how much you've been, what have you been freed from? That's a bit of a personal question.
1: It is. Um, I think it's a big question, really, because I think there's a, there's a lot that I've been saved from, but I think it's just when you're living a better life, you feel you're living a better life, and you're free from like the constraints of society, that when you see someone else not freed and almost like you can see them shackled, you want to help them out, isn't it? So I feel like that's, that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say with the whole understanding what grace is and the freedom that you have. Mm-hmm. It's like, obviously, you see other people shackled around you, you want to also help them and free them as well. Or at least, mm-hmm. you know, show them a way that they can be free, especially when it's freely given. Because that's what grace is, isn't it? It's a gift that's freely mm-hmm. given. So it's like, there's people around you that, like, they don't see it, they don't want to receive it but it's like oh but you could live you could live such a good life you could be free you could live a higher life you know
0: so it's a matter of perception somehow
1: yeah i think so yeah i think it does always come down to that
0: (laughs) yeah i feel like everything can just be perception. perception yeah of
1: course but um I don't know does that make sense though what I'm trying to say the picture I'm trying to paint with grace and, like the whole idea of being freed it's not just about being saved I mean that's I feel like that's again Christian jargon kind of thing but it's like it means so much more than that because sometimes I feel like you could people hear that we need to be saved but it just kind of goes over it goes over my own head to be honest
0: <laughs> yeah it goes over my head because it yeah it goes over my head that word saved it sounds so very like like yeah, like one of those words like <laughs> that we use that people use in church like season, born again.
1: <laughs>
0: oh gosh, I mean they they have purpose,
1: but honestly, sometimes they do just literally just go one in one ear and out the other. But I think it's more about freedom, to be honest. And everyone wants to be free, um, and I feel mm. like that's what grace gives you, to be honest. Because if we look at the like the Old Testament. If we're just comparing, like the Old Testament and the New Testament, and why it makes a difference, in the Old Testament you have to do, you have to follow these laws, and there's so many, and it's almost it is unattainable. I was about to say it's it's almost unattainable. It actually is unattainable. You can't really be right um, before God's eyes based on that standard, Um, even if you tried. You know, um, I haven't even read all the laws that that are in there. The beginning of the Bible because there's just so many and like imagine if you had to live that way. Imagine if there was no New Testament, there was no grace, Jesus had to come, and we still had to try and like be be legalistic.
0: Hmm. I think I'm basically I'm reading at the minute. I'm reading. I'm in Exodus at the moment hmm. when I was about to give them the commandments. Yeah. So like that's the lovely part, but. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> the part I never get it's through. That, I feel like that Old Testament, because... That Old Testament, is really weird, that part, when... I kind of was when um, God is on the mountain, and then he calls Moses up. Mm. And a part of me was a bit annoyed, actually, at God. Not annoyed, but I was a bit like, "What are you? Do- what, why did you do that? Because it's like God created this whole, like, show. Like, for all <laughs> this... Okay, bearing in mind, I know I'm human, and I'm very little, and... But also I'm part of the divine, I get this. But it's like I don't have the mind of God, right? But then God was there and he did all this smoke and fire and it was looking black and everything. And even the people were like, no, we don't want to go forward. We don't want to We don't want to go forward, you know. And I was kind of like, God, why did you do all of that? You know, mm. you just made the people not close to you. But I get it at the same time because he did this so that they could fear God, so that they could have some respect, some reverence, you know. Mm. And some sort of sense of holiness, but it was kind of weird because it was like the opposite of what the gospel is today, which is that. Well, I guess it was always a plan, but it's that so that we can be close to God, but God's like fire and smoke, and these and the law seem to separate humanity from God. When the whole process of like Mm. religion and spirituality, really, is to bring us close to God as it was in the beginning um so yeah i was just that's just a little tangent a little thought that i was getting a bit annoyed i was like what it doesn't make sense but um <laughs> what was i going to say going about grace yeah there seemed to be no grace there really it was like eye for mm. an eye tooth for a tooth there was really no grace um it, it, i mean it was, but then, wasn't I was it? I, but then i was thinking about it and i was like because you can't keep all these laws anyway right there's too yeah. many you can't remember them but then it's like Jesus did say, like, all the laws are summed up in this. Love God with all your heart. Mm. And then love your neighbour as yourself, right? Mm. Um So it's all just summed up in love, really. And I guess you having grace. Like, you, you having grace with someone else's love, isn't it? Like,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And even, like, accepting the grace that God has given you. Like, that unmerited favour. Like, you've done nothing for it. Like, that's mm. love. Because love, like true love, is unconditional, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But us, like in life, like I always I struggle with this where I feel like I have to do something to, to deserve something or to earn something to earn yeah. favor.
1: Legalism, yeah.
0: But that's, but that's not love. But that's it's literally not love, how I function.
1: Yeah. I mean, we all do, and I feel like that's why, you know, grace to me, like you said, it, it is love because I feel. Like, it's so hard to love just in our human condition, you know what I mean? And so I feel like only then when we have these kind of revelations and understand, like, what grace is, it's like, because it's so unconditional, the grace that is given to us by God and, like, through Jesus dying for us, is so unconditional. We didn't do anything to deserve it. You just have to accept it, right? And so I feel like that's, that's what unconditional love is. And so it helps when I understand that that's what I have. That's what I've been given. is it just makes it easy to love other people, especially people that are hard to love. Do you know what I mean? Like it, mm. and 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 I know you've some you said that you know we can sum up the all the commandments into those two, and they sound easy enough, but we can't really do it out of just our, our human nature, really, mm, to unconditionally love people. Love- Mm. Mm. to unconditionally love like true love like you've said the unconditional one that's really really hard you know because just in the same way that we are trying to prove ourselves we want other people to prove themselves to us isn't it we want them to earn it but this is yeah. grace is like it's not earned it's not you know what i mean so it's it's hard to go around and give people grace even people that don't like you people that hate you do you know what i mean to just give them grace and to love them like mm. what why
0: <laughs> yeah because that's yeah. what jesus says when he was like you know if someone he says yeah like love those people who like don't like you right and if someone like mm. spits on you and <laughs> it's like you have to be such like i don't actually like that phrase be the bigger person oh, <laughs> but you please. know when it's like no, I yeah like i really mean, don't like it but that kind of came to me when i was thinking like it's hard to be though when you because it's easy to love people because of the things that they do for you and what they mean to you, but, like, to love constant, where it's, like, even if you're moody at me today, Mm. because, do you know what it is? It's, like, sometimes you feel like, say even with family, people you live with, it's, like, oh, Mm. I love you, but you pissed me off today, man, because you were in an annoyed mood and you brought it (laughs) to me. Do you know what I mean? It's almost, like... Sometimes it's like I wonder what it'd be like to kind of like... Basically, it's like I feel... The way I feel towards other people is based on how they are towards me. And I mm. some, and like I wish sometimes... Traditional. Like it, not sometimes. Yeah. I wish it wasn't that. It's almost like... But part of it, it's 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 You it's wish you could be unmoved. Of, <laughs> in a way, yeah. I'll still be like, oh, you'll still, you know, still be seeing you in a good light. Even when you're doing nonsense or doing stuff that's just not good, you know? <laughs> It's like how does my perception? How do you hold someone in that? How do your how's your perception of someone still remaining good? Mm. Um You know what I mean? Mm. And yeah, that un, that unconditional love is, but that is real love because people are confused nowadays. I think cause they say oh, love doesn't <laughs> exist, blah blah blah. We are confused, and then I was that, does, that does sound anyway, sad when saying... you say
1: it like that, though. It sounds sad. You You're like people are confused and like love does not exist. I know it's true, but I never think people really truly believe that you know it's like we're in mm, denial they
0: do. They, they do because they don't believe that it's possible to love unconditionally mm.
1: Mm.
0: or they've never seen it or they've never you know like because that's God I think that's only God and you see it reflected in people you do see people do stuff acts of love and that's God isn't mm. it yeah but sometimes yeah. even me it makes me annoyed when I think of how Jesus gave everything and I'm just like well, why would you do that like why did you do that you know it's like say someone it's just like what are you doing and <laughs> so it's like it's almost like it's too it's too much like it's mm. like say someone I've seen things like this for example I mean because humans reflect God right and I've seen this incident like it was on that sh- on that on that Netflix show when um, what's it called again what's his name he was talking about God it's a documentary what's his name Morgan. Morgan Freeman. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, right? <laughs> like Morgan. Yeah, him. And he was doing that, that show. And then one of the people that he met was this guy who, um, he he forgave the person who shot his son. He killed his son. Ah, uh, yeah. In court. And he even like, in court, he was there like crying. He was like, I, um, I forgive you. And he even went further to even hug the person. And he yeah. genuinely, it wasn't like one of those things. You know, when you're like, there could be you know and it's like oh I, you can say i forgive you and you forgive them but it's like just stand mm. up uh, stand away from me just stay stay there like he truly yeah. <laughs> was like i forgive you almost like i love you and i was like what is this it's a type of like shamelessness like the shamelessness of it yeah and ridiculousness and bigness of it was like what like it's mm. so crazy um i don't know how's like, yeah, that yeah that one's a, a hard
1: one that was that one's a hard one to be honest. I've seen See, that that's Grace, before, and right? I'm just
0: like wow, that's that that's not you. That's not you. Like that's disgusting, Grace. Like that's a really <laughs> unmerited favor. The person, because it's one thing to not earn something, but it's one thing to like even like who really don't deserve it. I mean, I get annoyed by things like this in the low key way because it's like it's Why? a parable of the not parable, because I'm so legalistic in my mind. Like I think I always feel like I need to deserve mm. things and people need to deserve things, and so like what's it called again you know the one that parable of the son that goes and spends everything and he comes back oh the, and he wastes the, his father's inheritance yeah so yeah. if people don't know there's a there's a story in the bible and it talks about the two son. There's, there's a man he has two sons one of them the, the older one does all the good stuff he he his dad the younger one just wants his inheritance and then the, the father just you know the, the sorry the younger son asks his dad for his money basically for what he's going to get and then his dad instead of being angry actually gives him his inheritance inheritance and that son goes yeah. and squanders it all comes back home and his dad celebrates him and then his, the older son is really annoyed that the dad is mm. doing this and i would be the older son like a hundred percent like even today right now because yeah. i'm like the older son is like i've been here i've done everything and then this one comes and he's done nothing and you're like giving him you're praising him mm. you know and mm. um And that's how I feel when I see these acts of grace sometimes, you know, because I'm just like... So that means that... I think it's almost like, what? So that means, like, I didn't have to do this. Everything that I'm doing, I don't have to do this. Like, I don't have to work to earn your love all this time, you know? But it's interesting
1: because... Sorry to cut you off. I was just thinking before I lose my thought... No, please do. It was
0: rough. Uh,
1: Before I lose my thought, I was just thinking, actually, it's just... The different sons are just two different perspectives because you can sit, you can sit there and read the story and see yourself in the older son. But then at the same time, you could see yourself as the younger son and that you actually have that, um, that grace that that father is giving the prodigal son that returns home. So I feel like mm. it is a matter of perspective again. Because mm. there are times where we're the, the legalistic older son, where we're like, oh, we've done this, we've done that. But it's like, no, but you still have the same grace. It just appears different when you're looking at other people. I think it's when we compare ourselves to people's different like, stories and testimonies that we're like, oh, you know, that one has so much favour or whatever. But then we forget that we also have the same favour, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. I don't think about it like that. I think yeah. it's like the older son obviously thought he was perfect. Mm. not perfect but he thought he was following the rules really but Mm. it's like it's like god shows us isn't it that you can't actually follow the rules that you can't do it by yourself yeah
1: Yeah. you can't
0: make yourself you can't put yourself in god's good graces like you need Mm. god to actually just put you need god to to put you in his good graces you know
1: yeah i think that
0: yeah that makes me realize that i think you only get annoyed when you think like the pharisees were getting annoyed didn't it
1: I yeah, always exactly. think of
0: myself as a Pharisee because I'm like I'm like I get I understand man they were following the law and then these people yeah. come here But um, the Pharisees We can all be Pharisees like, at some
1: point isn't
0: it <laughs> Their problem was their problem was they thought that they were good they thought they were good So it's at the moment that you realise that I'm not good <laughs> you that I'm you I'm you wretchedness. God's grace <laughs> Yeah they realize you need God's grace and then you're going to accept God's grace instead of, like, being annoyed that God's giving grace to people who are less perfect than you. Because guess what? You are the less perfect.
1: Yeah. And I think that that you couldn't, like, there is, a, like, a little bit of entitlement then, isn't it? Because you're thinking that you're good. And it's like, well, 100%. you're not. But then at the same time, what what is there to even be annoyed at? Because that same again that same favor that the other person is getting is you have had access to it this whole time but you just felt you just felt that oh no i'm it's me it's me by yeah. me earning it you know because of what i've done so you're looking at what you've done really than what you're receiving and so again yeah. it's still that perspective because if you're looking at what you've done you're saying no but i've done this i've done this but it's like it's not it's not about that because that doesn't that's not what makes you
0: you know receive that grace yeah yeah, when you put it like that, it's true because I I struggle with that because even when there's other little stories in the Bible where it's something like... I think Jesus gives a story about workers that are hired and how mm. some workers are hired early in the day and they're given a certain amount of payment. And there's oh, some who are okay. who come and they're hired later on in the day. Like, say you've been hired and you started work at 6am, but then you're receiving mm. the same payment as someone who started work at 6pm and you both finish at 7 7 p.m <laughs> you know you'd be annoyed i'll be pissed <laughs> so annoyed oh my God. but then in the story it's like you know it's not about that it's like the the last will be first and the first will be last and it's almost this sense of like it's not according to your work like you can't count it and say like i've done all of this and so i deserve this yeah like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really add up like that and it's more the realization you're not looking at what yeah exactly it's because you're entitled isn't it whenever you start getting entitled you start you start um, looking at what you should receive Mm. instead of like just realizing that you the only thing that can um make you good is god and that's grace isn't it like you don't deserve it yeah and it's not a it's not a thing to be like oh i'm so i'm so small i'm so rubbish i'm not i'm so like (laughs) do you know what i mean um, <laughs> it's more like, yeah, I think that's like a lesson to myself. I'm just like preaching to myself, really. Maybe, but I feel like that's why you have that revelation of grace because you're just like, you don't look at yourself like, oh my gosh, I've done this. You don't see yourself as good because we, we said this already like, Vampire diaries is referenced, like, you're Damon and I'm Stefan. <laughs> like Stefan's always trying to like he's always trying to be good, but Damon is like it's tiring. Oh my god, F it! Like so, Damon receives the grace and he gets the girl in the end. Annoyingly, um... <laughs> but
1: I think it, do you know what it is? It's just a realization of your. This sounds funny, but of your own wretchedness, but not in that way yeah. of like. From like when we were listening to the preach on Sunday where he was like, Oh not those people who are like, Oh, woe is me, I'm so wretched. No. But it's just like just uh, the reality of it, that you know who you are. I think it's I think it's when you can embrace the dark side of you. I think we've talked about this before where it's like you realise that there's there's dark sides of you but it's it's part of who you are, I'm not trying to like resist that shadow self of you and be like, No, that's not who I am mm. even those dark, you know, the really dark, dark side of, of work. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And so I think that when you embrace that that's who you are and it's okay then you, you you don't think that you're good you just know who you are that's it.
0: Yeah, I feel like Stefan definitely resists the shadows it. He? He's resisting it until the end. Clearly. Oh. Gosh. I mean, you no know that I've re- watched it. You haven't the end, even but, watched you know, it to the end. But it. to
1: the end till the very very end. Oh my gosh. He, he just, just resists even the So
0: annoying. And he doesn't ever step into grace. See, I can see myself being like that. It's this like you just want to be good. You want to be good. Um, I always want to be good, um, but then it's like, but like
1: I, the thing is, me when even when I'm hearing you say that, it's like you could never, <laughs> you could never be good. What's the point?
0: Like, it's not attainable. People like are good in this life, you know. I know, like you can't. You say you know. You know how you say it's like we can't be good, like because God is truly good. But you know how like, you look at some people and you're just like, yeah, I'm only seeing the outside, but you can see. Look, like, I'm thinking of, you know, like, mom, our great grandma, so mom's grandma, she was a good person. Like, she just had a good heart, right? She just had, had a lovely heart. So it's mm. like, <laughs> you know, you look at, I'm not trying to be her, I'm just saying, like, you can aspire to be good, you know, you can aspire to be, but the thing is, I think that, and you know, you were laughing at me, but it's like,
1: <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, you know, it's okay to aspire to be better, you know?
0: Mm. you sound like a villain it's like to be that. So,
1: <laughs> no do you know what it is I'm the kind of person I don't know if it's because like on a serious note I don't know if it's because like it's just the way we see, all the, see the world but I never like when I see someone who is good there's still in the back of my mind I'm still like but everyone has darkness like it doesn't matter if you're mm. an angel you're a saint I, I don't care And I don't know where I get that from, but I just have that, like, when I look at people, I don't assume they're just wonderful. Like, I assume both good and bad. And I feel Mm. that just keeps me kind of grounded. Like, you know, I'm not out here being swindled (laughs) or whatever. but, Mm. But I just, I honestly, even when I look at people that are good, I still think, like, it's just like there's just a part of everyone that has darkness and that's just because we need there's duality in life it's not that I'm thinking oh there's some evil part of there's some evil alter ego that everyone has but I'm just it's it's part of the balance it's part yeah (laughs) it's part of the balance that's that's what where that's the kind of the perspective that I take it's not that I'm expecting people to you know be bad to me it's just that I feel like life is balanced and we need that duality. And that's just the reality of life is we have the light and the darkness. And the reason why we do have, we do, we can recognize people that are so
0: good is because we know there is darkness as well. Hmm. hmm. I was going to say that even as I'm saying I want to be good and I aspire to be good, it's like in reality, sometimes we talk about like, is there even a good and bad anyway? Like things just are. Hmm. And hmm. it's just, they say that there's emotions that are heavier and lighter. But things just are.
1: Um,
0: And we put, like, a judgment on it. Like, I judge the bad side of me. But it's just... It's like the thought itself is just the thought. But it's like my judgment makes it heavy and bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I... So that's one thing. And then another aspect is really, truly... I do expect... (laughs) I do expect good from people. Like, say someone is... um, I mean, I no, I look at people. I do... um, I do, like... I don't I'm not the kind of person who's like, Everyone is my friend. Like that's not me.
1: Yeah, no. You're I, not. I do like
0: <laughs> yeah, like I do curate. Like no, I don't say we can curate. Like I talk to be when I interact with someone, I can tell, I can be like, Okay, this is someone who um they've got this kind of, you know, vibe about them and mm. um yeah, yeah, like I can tell, like, okay, I'd rather keep you at a distance. I can like you from afar, like, you know, we can be good. But mm. um, I genuinely, like, if I see someone, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this person's lovely. Like, if I think you're good, I literally think you're just, like, really good um, until you prove otherwise kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or just because I see that you've got a lovely heart. Because I can... You know, you can see that. I always talk about hearts. But it's all in the eyes and in the actions of someone. But I can really see them. Like, this person's got a really big heart. You know, they might be generous or whatever. I think I assume that just because they're a certain way like that, because they've got this lovely part to them... You I know. overlook the shadow, that shadow side. Um, mm. So I think that's something. Yeah, that's like something that about me and how I process, process stuff. But going back to grace, I think like the, the key thing for me there, that I, I'm like just boggled by about the nature of God is the whole unmerited thing, mm. the fact that there is nothing, and it's crazy because you you are we ask people in Christianity. We tell them about Jesus and we are talking about God. And then you ask them, in an instant, really, to make a decision to really accept it and believe it then. Whereas it's like, you can <laughs> see me, right, who's been a so-called Christian for about 10 years. I'm still struggling with it, mm. the idea of accepting this. So it's not something... I think it's a hard ask, actually, to to, to actually just go and tell people about God and expect them to actually believe it, mm. you know what I mean? Because it it's a like, even now, one. if you went out, if you went out and said everything you ever want in the world, you know what I mean? Say we just it's went yours. out to preach, right? Every, we went out to preach and our gospel was everything you ever wanted in the world. Like, you, we've got an inheritance, literally like a million, a million pounds. It's there. It's ready for you. Like, everything, all your troubles will disappear. Like, I actually wonder if people would actually believe it properly. Like, not as a joke, you know, if people would just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, it's hard to be thinking, such... you know, what have I done to end
0: this? Like, Yeah, though it's hard to believe such wild good news. And yeah, like you said at the beginning, such freedom from suffering in an instant without you having mm. done something. Yeah, I feel like exactly. Maybe that's our journey of life. That's our narrative. It's like, okay, we, we feel like we, that's why we're in this thing of like work. We're in the system because we think that this is our, we're on a path to freedom, but like we're doing it.
1: A so called freedom but you know what I think the whole thing about grace is that you almost have to I feel like the way to really receive it without you know like trying to be legalistic is like you almost have to be entitled in the way you receive it as weird as that sounds like you almost have to believe you you basically have to just believe that it's yours but how do you do that it's very very difficult because obviously you still think like okay I need there's something that I need to do I need to have earned this even when you have the grace and you've accepted it sometimes you still find yourself in those like kind of well I find myself in loops sometimes of being like okay um what do I need to do? Am I doing my like spiritual things? Am I going to church? Am I reading the Bible? Mm. Am I doing all this? And it feels like, okay, yeah, I'm earning my salvation, but it's like, no, that's not how it works. But I think like you have to just kind of, you just have to make the choice to just believe that it's yours, isn't it? It's like having, Mm. it's like when we talk about, um, I think there's a verse that talks about having like a, a, an assurance that you're saved and that assurance, I feel like you just have to, you just have to choose to accept it, isn't Mm. it? To receive it basically. And then once you've you've kind of made that decision, that's it, but I think that's hard, and I think it's like a it's, it can be like a daily thing or like a, a continuous thing of like accepting grace and accepting Christ and things like that um but I, I don't know, it's hard
0: I think it's something that you just do like you said, you, you remind yourself mm. um of it um because that's all because I was thinking when you were saying it, this is basically faith isn't it, when you just believe something, you, you believe it, you believe it, you're like, yes, that's faith, isn't it? So it's like faith, you need yeah. faith to be able to oh. to even receive everything. I've heard it said before that like, faith is the currency of the kingdom, which is God's kingdom, the spiritual mm. kingdom. It's like faith is what you've got to, it's the currency, it's what you have to, to access anything. Do you know what I mean? It's like with faith, you can enjoy the benefits of it. It's just faith.
1: But again, it's like faith. Sometimes I hear it, and I'm like, okay, what is that? Like, sometimes I want to ask, like, what does faith feel like? What does it feel the substance like?
0: Substance of things, <laughs> the evidence of things. Unseen. Because it's because written.
1: sometimes you're like, like I question myself. I'm like, okay, am I having enough faith here? Am I, you know, like what's the difference between feeling like okay, I'm I'm doing it, the legalistic mindset, and then when does it become faith? Like, what does that, like, what does it feel like?
0: Do you know what I mean? For me personally, um, which I which is why I think this is is that faith is knowledge. Hmm. You
1: know,
0: do you know it? It's like a knowing, like an innate, innate yeah. knowing inside. Yeah, it doesn't mm. have to, you don't add innate in it because sometimes there's one moment you won't have faith for the thing, whatever it is.
1: Oh
0: no, <laughs> like you might be like, God is, you might be like, I don't think God is helping me because innate means it's like you were born with it. That's how I imagine. Yeah, 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 like, yeah you're right. You're yeah, right. so, so it's like you, you can kind of be like, Oh, I don't think God's helping me, so you don't have faith, and then suddenly you're like. You you, 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 you you might spend yourself out. You might actually be wasted, you know, done out there, you know, on the bed now. You've done everything. You've come to the end of your own power, abilities. And then maybe somehow you do something. You realise that you can carry on. and Then you might be like, oh, now I know that it's God mm. helping me. So in that moment, you have faith, you know. Okay. Um, and, I, and I think that, yeah, faith is a knowing. It's different from a hoping. Um, mm. You just know. Mm. Sometimes people, okay. you know... Yeah. So whenever you find yourself like, yeah, no, I know this. It's like it's it's some people we know they say it's a done deal. Like it's done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's
1: a good way of putting actually the difference between I think that that now makes more sense to me is like the difference between not hoping for something and knowing something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like mm-hmm. that. I think I I did have that experience that um, kind of transition from like hoping that I'm saved. You know, like oh yeah, when I die, I hope I go to heaven or whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. like when when you know, you know, like there's no really going back yeah. from it yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so I think that that that's kind of the revelation that I did have with grace and I feel like once you have that like there's no going back to like hoping I have grace or hoping that God is saving me do you know what I mean but yeah it just I think it's just it's just an it's a comfort it's it's a nice thing to know that you have that grace and that salvation because again like I said you then extend that to other people and you have more Mm -hmm. compassion
0: for other people Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. But it is something that you kind of have to sit with, I guess. Because we say knowing and faith and all this. Like, how would you come to that knowing? It could be mm. different ways, but part of it, it is thinking about it. Because it's about sitting sitting there and spending some time, I think. Like, spending time by yourself, like, you know, um, meditating. I think part I of it is a meditate. choice as
1: well. Part of it is mm-hmm. a choice. Mm-hmm. You yeah. choose to,
0: it's true. Cause they like say, an
1: opening or a surrendering to it.
0: I literally think that's our process, like, on this life. It's to... Our spiritual development is literally to how much we're open to things, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Because that's how I that's what our process is, literally. So it's just... It's there, like, God's grace is there. But it's, like, to the, the extent in which we receive God's grace is to the extent in which we're open to it. You know, yeah. how much faith we have, things like that. But it's all there um but it is that unmerited it's so undeserved and i think that maybe that's that could be a key to me accepting it more actually knowing that like it's not about me understanding it do you know what i mean because it's almost like sometimes mm. we do this weird thing or i do where you think that like, when i understand it with my mind yeah, then yeah, yeah. i'll receive yeah. it yeah and i think
1: yeah, exactly. that's a type
0: of work as well isn't it you're making you're putting that <laughs> on yourself where it's like i don't i don't have to if it's so undeserved and there's nothing you can do. There's there no understanding it. Yeah, there is no understanding it. <laughs> so that's actually quite good, actually, because I'm trying. I can feel my mind trying to squirrel around, like trying to like look at it like from different angles, and it's just like no, because that's not what yeah. God is. Again, you can't figure him out. You can't, and, and I, like. I think
1: I think yeah, you have to accept that. Like, let you have to almost let go. Like, there is no understanding yeah. it. It's not yeah, attainable. It's like it. it's kind of like when you're like, I'm trying to be good. I'm like. But there is no being good. You might as well just revel yeah. in who you are,
0: <laughs> your badness.
1: <laughs> just revel in it. So I'm just like enjoy again, the whiskey. There's there's no understanding. And enjoy the so Just just revel in the you know not knowing and just accepting like free gifts. Mm. It's nice to just revel in mm. it almost. And I think that's what it's I meant when I was like kind singing. of singing. <laughs> I think that's what I meant when I was kind of saying that like it's almost like there's like a. I don't know if there's a positive way of being entitled or like just feeling like, yeah, I should, I should accept that this has been given to me. Is there a positive way of putting that? I
0: think it's, I think it's when you, you're not entitled because entitled sometimes is like, I think entitlement has that thing of something like I deserve where it's kind of like with, yeah. with what you're talking about. I think it's more kind of like,
1: I can't think of the word, you but know, it's like... that
0: it's God's doing you know, it's like yeah. someone who might be like... A kid might be like, oh, no, my dad's going to do it for me. Or my mom's going to do yeah. it. Yeah,
1: but accepting that <laughs> it's for you. I think it's accepting yeah. that it's for you as well. Not just accepting it as a concept that, you know, God gives grace. Mm. But, like, the grace is for mm. me. Yeah, it's like last mm. week we were talking about, like, mm. goodness. And just knowing that, yeah, God is good, but
0: he's good to you. It's, it's personal you. goodness. Mm. 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 Yeah. I guess that makes... I think that's part of it. Yeah, that makes God... That makes it, like literally like wow like that's even more mind boggling because I could even more uh, accept a general God that's just good generally and God's goodness is just generally like you know wafting throughout the universe but when it's like (laughs) the goodness that comes and finds you your particular fingerprint Mm.
1: um, Mm.
0: it's quite something else
1: as well (laughs) and it's not understandable you just have to accept it yeah
0: I feel like I can accept it more with that yeah
1: yeah i think so too
0: but yeah we hope you guys have
1: enjoyed that one i liked that one just talking about grace it made me feel kind of nice and warm inside but (laughs) yeah um we hope you guys enjoy um join us next week for
0: another one bye